Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the wrap party. Pastor Ray here with Pastor Taylor. What's up guys? We're about to dive a little deeper into this Sunday's message. Pastor Taylor continued our series, Are You Sure?, where we're looking at the the letter of John, John's first letter to the churches, where he's giving them reasons that they can know that they have eternal life, that they can know that they're children of God. And so today, Pastor Taylor read, read through chapter four and kind of taught us about what, what the apostle John was trying to get across. Pastor Taylor, what what's the big focus for John first John four? Yeah, so you know, John four, first John four is kind of a long one. Um, but the bulk of that whole chapter is about love. In my Bible, the uh, ESV translation, I'm sure it's probably very similar in other ones, but it's entitled that God is love. And so today we kind of looked more at the topic of like love being um probably one of the most out of context things in our culture today um, in terms of, you know, depending on where you are or what's going on, you're probably hearing that like, if you love this way, it's wrong. Or if you love that way, it's wrong. If you believe this, you're wrong. It's more of like trying to prove this type of love is wrong, not just at the church, but in anything, you know, like uh, we talked a little bit about it last week, but like, you know, even in some parties or some uh, beliefs, if you will, it's really more about proving others wrong than proving them right. Yeah. And I think love is one of those bigger topics. And perhaps this is why John even starts off in this chapter of talking about testing the spirit, because as a Christian, you should have a biblical worldview. And so you understand what he's saying with like, test the spirit in the sense of like, it's what you're doing, what you're believing, what you're even being told. Does that line up with scripture? And um, so it kind of follows that up with, you know, just this rich chapter of like, God is love because of this, or, Mm -hmm. you know, God's love cast out all fear and that it's perfected in us. And so, you know, you could really go, you know, most of those statements maybe have a lot of the same meaning, Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of God is love and all this stuff, but you just really see the importance of John talking about as much as he did. Yeah. As good as you were kind of talking through that, um, I was, the word counterfeit comes to mind. Right. And so, uh, John is multiple times through his letter. He's telling people, um, there there's this spirit or this, um, ideology in the world that's Mm -hmm. anti-Christ. Um, and very much so, the things of God, God's word, um, there's like a counterfeit to the mm-hmm. gospel. And in, in this case, specifically what you're talking about, there's counterfeit love. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked a little bit about um, maybe loving from your head versus loving from your heart. And yeah. I thought that was a really good way to look at it. Um, can you just maybe kind of talk about that a little yeah. bit? Um, I think it was a really good point. Yeah. To bring up. So I, I read that in a commentary and, and, um, I think that was probably the one statement that keeps coming back to me. And I, I, 
I didn't even I didn't even really put it in my notes because it was something I wanted to go back and study more. Um, but when you think about it and like, and I'm not trying to say like, you know, just because like, I'm not saying that it's impossible to love without being a Christian. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I know people that aren't Christians and have an incredible marriage, you know, so I'm not trying to convey that message. But what I'm saying is like, you know, like it's like a cold, <laughs> you know, sometimes you have a head cold and a chest cold. Right. And they're different. And, you know, when you accept Jesus into your heart and he transforms you and you live in that scripture that even Pastor Rogers shared during the second service of his transition, that the old is gone and the new has come. Um, you know, what does the Bible say? That out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So like by nature, your heart is evil, mm -hmm. but when it becomes new and becomes transformed, you live out of, I think, obviously the renewing of your mind, but then the transformation of your heart, that's how you love others. Yeah. That should be the filter funnel where your love comes from. And so like, could it be that like, if you, if we're able to remove the feeling, if you're able to remove the emotions that, you know, the emotions come from your mind and, you know, when you feel like you're out of whack, you say your emotions are whack, it's probably backed by thinking things that you shouldn't. Yeah. And so if you could kind of separate the two and love from the heart, from the transformed, redeemed heart that God has given you, once he comes into your life, then you're able to love more. Mm -hmm. Like if it's God's love, the agape love that is perfected in us, you can't help but think that then we would be able to turn around and share the agape love it's more so than the brotherly love right or anything like that but then because i don't see how you could love any other way if the love of god in you is what's perfected what you know what i mean mm -hmm. if that makes sense and so it's kind of a, a deep thought, I guess. I've never thought it right. before until I read that. And so it's definitely something that I'm kind of chewing on. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I wasn't really planning on sharing it, but I just think it speaks a lot to that. Yeah. Of like, you know what? Like, I am transformed. Like, I don't think you could renew your mind without a transformed heart. Yeah. And so if you're going to, love it comes from the heart through the agape love that god sent jesus to the cross so that we could be made right before him yeah so yeah that's good what comes to mind for me is uh you mentioned you know there you know of christians who are you know of people who aren't christians but who have a great marriage mm -hmm. and you you can't argue that they don't love each other right. um but but I think, you know, maybe it, it's not a counterfeit love like we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. testing the spirits and there could be counterfeit there. But it's an incomplete love. Right. Mm -hmm. Because um, John says, by this, we know love that God first loved us. And like if we don't have a realization of God's love for us, then we can't love others the way God expects us to love others yeah, in the way God loves good. us. And so um, if, if we don't have a revelation of the love of God, then we're loving more from our our head and our mind. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's it's that true agape love that flows from the heart, and it's it's in us by His Spirit, which this right. chapter also talks right. about. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, I like that a lot. I'm I'm definitely going to be thinking about that <laughs> as well sure. this week. And um, sure. the commentary he read was from uh, Wearsby, with Warren Wearsby. So if if you have an opportunity to check that out, uh, maybe you can chew on that with us yeah. this week. Um, you, you had a couple of phrases, uh, that you mentioned in your message that really stood out to me. One of them was, you said that your love for people comes from your relationship with God. Yeah. And I, I think it's so important. Again, um, we can't fully understand the love of God unless we have a relationship with him. And the best way that I know to have a relationship with God is through his word. So what are maybe some ways that we could draw closer to God so that we can uh, better understand his love for us? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, obviously the easy answer is to, to just say, read your Bible more and pray more, um, spend time with God more. Um, Something I'm not that good at that I continually try to get better at is to just not just pray in terms of me talking to God, but trying to get to a place where I just sit there. Um, because, you know, prayer is more probably more about listening than it is saying. And so when you combine that with reading the scriptures and studying it, you know, that really helps you transform your mind to receive God's love. But then even on the other hand, in more of a practical sense is like, just go love someone. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean that in like, go find someone to date <laughs> if you're single, but I mean like go serve someone. I think the biggest realization of the love that God has for you is when you see someone else experience it, whether it's pouring into someone or, um, leading them in a way that they finally receive that breakthrough or, or maybe they're wrestling with something or, um, you know, I saw this Instagram video of this guy. He basically, uh, walks around and he hands people these notes. He knows he doesn't know these people from anything. And like the notes will have something uplifting and encouraging. And, you know, there's some people that get emotional when they read it and, you know, it's just kind of crazy how some of those things work, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I use that, ex that example because like, if you want to grow your faith, share your faith, mm -hmm. you know, it's like muscle memory. If yeah. you want to understand the love that God's had, God has for you, love someone, serve someone. And I think through those experiences, that's when you grow in those things. Yeah. You know, I can want to get in shape and want to look like the rock. But if I never lift a weight, like I can't expect that to happen. Yeah. And so I actually don't know if I want to be that big, but um, <laughs> to, to that point, like it, it takes practice. It takes repetitions and that's where discipline comes. And I yeah. know that's something certain, certainly something I continuously have to work on is those self-disciplines of even just getting into the presence of God and mm -hmm. not letting a schedule dictate your mind or different things, but that really love is the foundation. And if I'm going to receive God's love, sometimes the best way is to dish it out as yeah. well. And so, yeah, it's making me think of, um, 
last week um, with uh, the second part of chapter three and, and just what the apostle John was saying, you know, don't just say you love people, mm-hmm. put it into practice. And I, I think right. that's a really good mm-hmm. um, recommendation that you had, like just maybe sacrifice a little bit right. so you can help other people out. And Jesus said that it's more blessed to give than receive anyways. Right. And so, sure. um, yeah, I think that really can change our lives. If, if we lay our lives down for other people right. and love them the way Jesus loved us. Yeah. Right. I think, I think that's a perfect way, uh, to work on our relationship with God and then with others. And that's what, that's what this is all about. Right. That's good stuff. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's one of those things like now looking back on it more than anything else, just how important that John was trying to convey this message of like, he really just wanted people to understand what was right in front of them. Yeah. You know, and perhaps that's why he, repeated himself so much mm-hmm. like you know i've been getting maybe annoyed is okay to say <laughs> but like olivia it's just gotten to the stage where she you have to repeat yourself mm-hmm. and then you know now it's like you'll say something and she'll just be like what like over <laughs> and over again and you're like if she would just listen mm-hmm. if she would just listen she would understand that like i i know what's best for her or i see what the opposite would be like just the other night, maybe even last night. I'm like, Olivia, let's put on your pajamas. Let's put on your pajamas. And she's trying to be all goofy and misses her bed and then like scrapes her, the back of her leg on her bed and just loses it. And I'm just like, Olivia, like if you would have just listened to me, like you could have avoided this pain. Mm -hmm. You could have avoided all of this. And here we are, you know, I'm having to go look for a band aid for an injury you have that, didn't even break your skin, but the bandaid is right. going to be yeah. the only thing that yeah. fixes it. But if you would have just listened, if you would have just listened, you know, and which is convicting thought because oh, I'm yeah. sure God says the same thing to me all yeah. the time. Like if you just listen, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we might be going through stuff and um, one of, one of the responses we can have is like, why is God letting this happen to, to me? Probably more times than not it's happening to us because of something we did, you know, we, we didn't listen to what God said, or we did that thing we know we shouldn't do, or that we've done 30 times before. And it always ends up badly, mm-hmm. man. If, if I could just listen to what God is saying more often, yeah. how much easier would life be, man? Right. Oh man. It would be a lot easier. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything else for us? Yeah, good, man. I, I enjoyed it today. You know, we close out first John next week and you know, we're getting ready for 21 days of prayer and fasting. So get ready for that. And we'll have some more details for that coming up. Awesome. Yeah. Next week, Pastor Brian is closing out this series. Are you sure? So make sure to tune in, share this with your friends and family, because by the power of the Holy Spirit, lives can be changed. We love you and we're praying for you. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.